Hello and welcome to the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend Podcast. My name is Claire Meadows and I'm going to be guiding you through everything that's good and great about the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea. What's it like to live, work, study in a borough like no other? Now this is the first podcast of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend series, but it's actually the second edition of Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend. The first edition was last year and went so well. We had so many supporting organizations and we really delved into the heart of what's going on in this borough and brought to the fore what people are doing culturally, artistically, and supporting their communities in the borough, such a diverse borough. Every week we're going to be bringing you a headline interview and today is the first of these. How exciting and you're accompanying us on this journey. I met with Tor Ewan who is a designer and a Royal College of Arts student. She's actually based across the road from the Royal Albert Hall. You couldn't get more central to Kensington. And she's the winner of the Love Kensington and Chelsea Street Art Project. Her hoarding, where she's going to be featuring her prize winning mural. It's going up on, if you can actually go down to Walton Street where that's going to be and she's going to be starting there on the 8th of April. Details will be posted on our social media. Go to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, website kcaw.co.uk and find out everything about Tor's amazing journey on that hoarding. Also this month, we encourage you all to register to take part in Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend. So if you're based in Kensington and Chelsea, go onto the website kcaw.co.uk and register your details. Our amazing team will send you an information pack and listings form to fill out before the end of this month. So do hurry, that's important. To top it all off, join us for a workshop on the 4th of April at the Design Museum, that's this Thursday. All details are going to be on the website www.kcaw.co.uk. That's a workshop on what it's like to participate in Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend's second edition. Now this is so exciting. Going into my talk with Tor Ewan. Now we caught up over the phone and the line is a little bit ropey, so do bear with us on that. Tor is a busy lady, so I had to schedule a phone call, and this is the only way we could do it. And I'm so glad to be able to have spent time with her to talk about her amazing projects. So now, here we are, my interview with Tor Ewan. Now, this is all very exciting because this is the first ever episode of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend podcast. And I am delighted to be joined by Tor Ewan, who is a designer and the winner of the Love Kensington and Chelsea Street Art Project. Tor, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. That's all right. How does it feel to be the first guest on this amazing podcast? Very, very exciting. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Now, I'm going to go straight in because we've got quite a lot of things to cover. So how would you describe the, your work to people who are perhaps unfamiliar with it? Yeah, um, so I'd say I'm primarily an illustrator, um, but illustration is very broad. Um, so I enjoy working in the public realm. So that could be um, designing a mural or creating an installation. Um, and I like to think about how these artworks, these public artworks, um, could be used to kind of enhance the space or celebrate a particular area. Now, I've I looked on your, I've been doing a little bit of research onto you, and one of my questions was, did yeah. you go to art school? And you obviously, I've seen your graduate designs, your graduate show, that is amazing work. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and what got you to that point, your graduate show and everything. Yeah. Why was art the career for you? So, um, I always knew I wanted to do art. I, was, I used to draw cartoons from a really young age. Um, 
I went to Kingston to do my foundation, mm-hmm. um, which was actually amazing. Uh, it was a very, very broad course. We tried out lots of different disciplines. Um, and I originally, I wanted to go down a sculpture or a fine art route. Um, and when I was there, I uh, realized how broad textiles can be. I think originally I thought textiles was for fashion, which mm-hmm. it isn't. Um, and I was, yeah, I was interested in uh, designing prints for fabrics originally. Um, when I went to Edinburgh for my BA, um, it led me down a kind of more mixed media textiles route and thinking about the breadth of textiles. Um, and then from Edinburgh, um, I, want, I knew I wanted to do a master's, um, and the RCA was had the one course that I thought was the most broad in the sense that you could study specifically mixed media textiles um and it really excited me when I went to the interview because I just saw such a range and variety of work and throughout my year group um you would be surprised the breadth of work is incredible and you would think it's lots of different disciplines but it all is under the cover of textiles um and yeah that's what's and then by the time I got to my second year, I sort of realised that illustration was kind of the route I wanted to go down, um, but illustration in terms of painting and, mm. and creating public artworks. So that's kind of how I got here. It's, well, you're saying that you thought that textiles, it, it was just a fashion thing. I think that crafts and textiles and things like that, like with collect and fairs like that, I think that those kind of things are undergoing a kind of renaissance because people are realizing the artistry not only in the process but the the finished result and and how that's received so so yeah because it's easy to kind of think isn't it textiles it's 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 one thing but it's really not like in your work you you've been able to do so many different things through that conduit Mm. yeah I think also in terms of uh, sustainability there's definitely a rise in craft and it's about appreciating the slower process of mm. making and really looking at the skill behind what goes into textiles what goes into craft um, and I think yeah there's lots of different um, routes you can go down within textiles because you could sort of look at it more uh, you're focusing on the process and the craft or it could be more you're designing prints for um, you know large fashion houses um, but that's what's so exciting about it I think and that's I think also why people get so confused about what textiles can be is mm. because it it does span such like a vast array of different areas um but I do think I I personally think the most exciting art schools are art schools when there aren't so many boundaries by discipline um I know Eindhoven for example um in the Netherlands they don't specially do their masters is um design in general rather than separating them out into just different disciplines Mm -hmm. um which I think is actually a really great way of structuring a course so how do you decide what projects you become involved in? What factors have to be present for you to go, yep, I'm going to pursue this one? I mean, I say at this point, I kind of, um, I'm keen to take on most things um, because I'm early on in my career and I think it's important to try lots of different things um, so you know what you do and don't want to do. Um, having said that, I wouldn't take on something that I didn't agree with. Um, I also think... Um, especially when working on public art pieces, you need to make sure that you're not just creating something and then plonking it in a, in a particular mm. space and hoping that the community like it. I think that's why um, the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend mural project was um, the fact that they had a public vote that I thought was really great. Um, 
but yeah I think I think at this point I'm definitely I sort of I try to say yes to as many things as possible Mm -hmm. just you know try out lots of different things um yeah so how did you actually come to be involved in the Love Kensington and Chelsea project um so I saw an advertisement in uh my university through my university um and I instantly I I wanted to apply because I mural design something I want to go into properly in the future um and I'm trying to get more experience um I think what I really enjoy about creating murals is illustrating on a smaller scale so you might be working from a computer screen but you have to really think about how it changes when it's blown up on a larger scale when people are walking down the street how are they going to experience the scale of it um so and yeah, and then the fact that you that the um, the brief was to research the local area, so that was quite exciting. And also a nice way, because I've spent the last two years obviously studying in the area, quite a nice way to kind of round off mm-hmm. and consider the two years I've spent here. So uh, um, uh, can you just clarify the process? Did you have to submit a finished design, which was going to be the one that's going to go on the hoarding? Or is, yeah. did you submit your portfolio and, and you're working on that now? How is that? I submitted a design, um, okay. so the brief was to submit a design that related to the history of the borough. Uh, so I submitted um, a design that depicts Crenmore Gardens, which is a gardens in Chelsea, um, and it's a garden that still exists today, but it was opened up in the 1800s, and um, when I was researching it, I found out that they used to host lots of entertainment, so they had theatres, they had um, hot air balloon ascents. And um, I wanted to sort of celebrate the uh, public spaces in London. And I think they're hugely important to the city. Um, So I thought it'd be quite nice to also represent this really historic garden that still exists today, but in much more of a modern um, visualisation. So what do you feel makes the borough of Kensington, obviously this is the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend podcast, what do you feel, having studied and worked in the borough, what do you feel is unique about the borough of Kensington and Chelsea? I mean, having um, the museum's exhibition road on the doorstep of my university is, has been so amazing for the past two years. Um, whenever anyone's feeling uninspired, you just walk five minutes down the road and you've got the V&A, Natural History Museum, Science Museum, it's incredible. Um, I also say Hyde Park is one of my favourite places in the mm-hmm. borough. Um, it's beautiful. You've got the Serpentine Gallery, which has had some really great exhibitions. Um, uh, so, yeah, I just think the um, museums and, and art galleries, there's so many of them in the borough, which is great. So we, when in the initial group meetings about Kensington and Chelsea, we I put forward a lot because I've got links to the borough. I got married in the borough. And I was very keen. You know, there's a big historic link to the borough. But then yeah. some of the board members were saying, but it's not just about the past, it's about the future as well. So like you're saying, the Serpentine is a very forward-thinking yeah. gallery. Yeah, I think lots of people, your instinct is to think that the borough is very traditional um, and old-fashioned, obviously, because of its history. But I do think there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, artistic, sort of creative things that are happening within the borough, which makes it quite an exciting um time um but yeah the um 
the Serpentine Pavilion they do every year. So they have different artists to create a pavilion outside the galleries, for example, is like a really great um, thing they do. The Christo and John Claude mm. uh, barrels on top of the Serpentine Lake is fantastic. So things like that, like um, the borough commissioning artists to create pieces of work is, is really exciting. And I also think um, things like Kensington Chelsea Art Weekend is really exciting to support more emerging artists um, because in order to progress in your career you need these experiences earlier on and sometimes it's really hard to get the commissions at the beginning because people want to go for the you know more renowned artists um, so yeah I think that's really really great. So we're almost out of time Tor. it's been amazing talking to you what do you hope the rest of 2019 holds for you? Well um, hopefully find a job when I graduate <laughs> Um, and hopefully get involved with much more commissions like this project would be really great now you've got this is going to go on your CV and this is going to be amazing well done you Toyo and it's been great talking to you thanks for joining us today thank you very much and you can find out more information on Toyo and at her website that's T-O-R E-W-E-N.com, Tor Ewan. She's an amazing artist, and do keep an eye on that hoarding in Walton Street from the 8th of April. This is going to be a really interactive podcast, so we encourage people to get in touch with us if you're based in Kensington and Chelsea. It doesn't just have to be with art. Like, Tor is a design student. We're looking at lots of things across the culture spectrum. We're looking at even food and hospitality, music, theatre, dance, everything you can imagine. So if you're taking part in any of these activities in this borough and you want to join us on this podcast, do email me. I'm at Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E, at kcaw.co.uk. That's Claire at kcaw.co.uk. Also, as I said in my intro, do go on to kcaw.co.uk to register your organisation to participate in the second edition of Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend which takes place at the end of June the final weekend of June do get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you really reach out to us for any reason, we'd love to feature you on the podcast, send up me all your details on the details I've given you and yet we look forward to you being with us for the next edition of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend podcast I'm Claire Meadows, you've been amazing and we'll see you next time